Yo yo, welcome back to another Muscle and Hustle podcast. <clears throat> we're back. We're back to the Tony is in Dubai again, and I'm still in Bangor. And your mansion's far bigger than this box room. I tell you that. Tony is in Dubai, and well, he's probably seen it in the social media. He's went to a beach club that there was fucking nobody there. Clearly, must have heard he was there, and they all skipped town. Saturday, people have better things to do, you know, rather than sit do nothing that's it, it. Was, uh, just took, took a nice photo do you like that did you do you think it's fresh uh, you clearly didn't like it the big milkers on you oh mate I looked fat as fuck I took it and I was like do you know what I'm not going to post this and I goes do you know what, fuck what it. Sort of, what that's the sort of, sort of content people want to see alright yeah I goes like I don't look the best and I don't have abs and I was like but that's what I look like when I sit there so I might as well fucking post it because there's no point in me tensing because when you see me in person I'm gonna look like Mr. Blobby anyway, so you may as well get a look at me now. There you go. Love it. Tony McLeavy, living the real life, Dubai, part two. No, part, what is this your second stunt in Dubai? Third? Third, third, yeah. Third, third time's a charm. I've done four weeks, six or seven, and then six, I think, and then this will be six or seven, and then this will be another month. So, I've actually spent almost four months of the last, about three and a half months of the last year here, which is actually quite a lot whenever you think about it. It doesn't seem like it. It's quite a lot for a wee homeboy like you. Oh, big time. I miss the family straight away, but it's still, it's <laughs> nice to spread the wings, new horizons and all that. My new horizons, eh? I look forward, I look forward to the the, tic, the Dubai TikToks, no doubt. You be <laughs> sand surfing down a dune. Um... What else does Dubai? You'll do a picture in front of the Burj, which is seemingly harder to do now because security stops you. They have a few good things. Yeah, but like it's such a difference between, and this isn't me in a cocky way, but this is just me being straight. There's such a difference between me and other people. Like I seen somebody else that landed the same day as me, right? Seen them in the airport, and their first day, my first day, was lying in the pit, and I watched Harry Potter and done my check-ins, right? And I went for a walk in the sun. And this person's first day, they rented a G wagon, revved the fuck out of it, and took a YouTube video. And I was like, I definitely had a better day than you. That looked terrible. And uh, he took, put up a photo, and I was just going, that looks absolutely shite. Are they there for a holiday? Or are they there to live? They're out here. I think they're doing a similar thing to me. I just I, I heard of the person before, but I was just like, name them. Not a mission. Name them. Tony McAlevey 2.0. Name them. Look, I'm look, there, folks out that there, certified Tony McAlevey, no balls. Twenty twenty two, the year of Tony McAlevey bites his tongue. There you have it, folks. I left. See, I knew this. I knew you were going to do something. Like there you have it, folks. Tony McAlevey has bit earlier, his tongue. He's asked me earlier. He goes before I came on this podcast. I was downstairs on the ground. He goes, "What's the podcast like?" And I goes, "Do you know what? It's good, but it's dangerous." And he goes, "What do you mean dangerous?" And I goes, "Because we be talking, Joe, having a bit of crack." And I goes, "And then Mickey will just say the person's name, and then I'll get a message about eight months later, going, I heard you were chatting shit about me.'" And I'm going, "What?" And because Mickey can't hold his piss and just spits out names, spits out venom. <laughs> I don't know, I sure. Yeah. Serpent. Who, hey. You know, what are they going to do? You know. None, you're just right. Take no prisoners. Fuck them. At the end of the day. So, who was this guy on YouTube? Did I look up this video? Sean Casey. It's not Sean Casey. It's Tony McLeavy. Sean Casey doesn't have a YouTube channel anymore. They take no. it off him. No, I don't know. I don't know. Didn't watch either anyway, of these YouTube videos. What is going back? What's the news back home? I'm still rolling the show back here. Uh, clubs are opening on Wednesday, so this will be going out tomorrow. So tomorrow's Monday. Two days time, the clubs are open. What do you think? Of, sorry, we are back. 
I don't know if this is a part. Like, I don't know. See, I should have probably asked about this topic before we came on the podcast because I feel like this is a bit of a ropey one. So you might need to cut if you don't like this. But uh, I almost feel like making hands. It's such a weird topic because you do have to be very, very careful. And I feel like because our listenership is very male dominant, and I think you'll know what I'm going to talk about, do you? No. Right. What about that, you know, the the death of your your last Ash- is it Ashley Murphy? Is that her full name? Oh, and Tullamore? Yes, and are we sharing the just yeah. for a run thing? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a good... Uh, now, don't get me wrong, I don't feel like I know enough and I about this topic at all to really be speaking on any behalf of it. But so the thing is, I think as well as men, you'd be very nervous talking about stuff like this because this is where, like, it can ruin you. Like, that's why not a whole lot of podcasts will discuss this. So I feel like as morons, we should probably go into this because... Uh, I, I, well, maybe, maybe not, but it's one of them things where... It definitely does come down to. I've seen some. Now that sounds odd, but out of every dark thing, I've seen some real positives. Like I've seen people start walking groups. Yeah. I've seen. I know that's not going to solve the problem, but I do feel like this is not a one thing is going to solve it. It's going to be a number of things. There's always going to be. There's always going to be crime in the world. There's always going to be murder. But it's one of the things of. Do you think that's a case of? I know it sounds odd. A case of you need to. You need men to stand up against other men. Do you know, like the way racism is? If you've got a friend that says a racist slur in your friend group, you need to hold them and say it. Like I do that now, and actually, I actually do think it makes people second think, like second guess what they say. Do you know, if somebody makes a slight remark at somebody, I'll actually be like, like that was that, that's not on now. Like you know, it was never on, but now I'll actually turn around it, and it almost makes the conversation a wee bit awkward because you're they think you're almost talking down to them at times. But I feel like like you need to sort of hold that in a way as well whenever it comes to like sexual assault and stuff if they're like I, like would you be okay and this sounds odd Mickey I know I went to ramble but like it's definitely not okay if you're out in a group now or ever whenever one of the lads just turns around and grabs a lass like a lass's arse like I don't think that's no, okay it's not okay at all I, I had this conversation with someone okay. it's never been okay for me um, in certain areas and certain social circles um, especially maybe so we'd see it all coming through as uh, uh, like uni years um maybe two years ago the the freshers came through it was a uh, and this is this is a sad reality and a sad fact um certain areas um there was it was an almost not frowned upon that the fellas hit their girlfriends um it was openly ta- it, it, it was openly talked about um we got wind of it I, I still remember the day we got wind of it um, that certain cl- customers of ours that uh, boyfriends were beating, beating the shit out of them um, and girls were open talking open about it and the, the word was uh, but sure that's what all them lads do, do you know and what? I'm like and I, I like my mouth was open and the, I remember the barman and the head of security's mouth was open and we were like well, what do you mean it's it's what these guys what, what it's just what what they do and they go well it's, it's like normal and I was like like who like and you just accept that and they were like well like it's you know what happens and like we like, like no we big thing. yeah like the fact that that's been normalized then people like i've seen that before where like it's not a friend group but it's almost like Aki's normally would like hit her away and it's not like a hitter it's like it's worded differently if you know what I mean like or like slapped her and was rough her gives her a hard time or something yeah. like that where yeah. it's it might not be like where he fucking punches her 
but it could be where he's just a bit too rough. And I, I completely agree with you. Do you know what? Do you know the first fight I had ever, was the first, I'd been in wee tiny scraps before, but I mean, the first time I got my fuck kicked in was <laughs> uh, whenever I seen a girl on it. I was on a night out, right? And I seen a lad grab a girl by the throat and put her over, not a car bonnet, but do you know like the car roof of like a small car? So like, say she was only my, like she smacked her head off the car and he was choking her. Yeah. So I went over like a moron and smacked him clean across the face. And then three, him and two other fellas, two other, I, I actually had, do you know what, Mickey, you would have been proud of me. I had him pinned against the car myself, like a big fucking unit. I was only about 17, 18. Yeah. And I was actually dishing out digs. And I was like, do you know what, I'm doing all right here. And then, mate, see when I say he smacked me a dig that would have put me into the hospital. I mean, he gave me some right cross. And there's two of his mates came over, started kicking my fucking yeah and but the funniest thing was it it should and this sounds odd but whenever i went home my mom gave me a bollocking for being a fight and then the minute i told her the reason she was like no that's completely fine then don't worry about it but you know what the funny thing is it's actually i'm not saying like oh what was me but it should be a reflex that if you see that that's what oh, you yeah. do oh yeah yeah like, that's my morals that's how i'm raised whereas i feel like that gets watched now i watched her videoed yeah um you know i couldn't like, if, i i okay even some of them fellas that they the fellas in question like they they got talked to like and within i'd say within that i think that was a wednesday so we wouldn't really seen them so the following sunday between the following sunday and the following tuesday them boys are all clients or not clients customers um and they got they got talked to we got told we know what's going on and that if it continued to go on there'd be repercussions like nobody's gonna, you know, the onus is on men, and I think it's an, the onus is on all men. Whether it's what happened to what ha sort of men, them men won't listen. And this is not me being sexist. Them men that hit women or sexually assault, they will not listen to women talk about it. And that's not me being no, no, they sexist. won't. They won't because if you're if you're hitting a woman in the first place, you're not valuing. You're being a fucking ball bag. So it's one of the things where you almost need somebody in an authority position to come around you and go. Like what? Like it almost needs ingrained again. So it definitely comes from like a parental thing. Not well, maybe not a parental thing, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's also the friends group need to hold them accountable. Like these the the group of fellas in question about about that situation. They were all from the same town, small town, um, and out of not, out of so like the seven or eight in the friends group, four maybe five of them were pretty much abusing their girlfriends. Um, yeah, and the thing, and openly, the thing, openly doing it. Like they weren't trying to keep this a secret. Like it was well talked about. Um, but the other guys in the group didn't have the balls to say to them. Whereas I think the onus has to be on their friends and that all men to go here, boys. This is no way you act. No. Especially whenever you're, especially whenever, like for example, do you know where, like, I don't know sense to you, but do you know where the the man that apparently, well, he he did stab her and kill her. He was, for example, with that Ashton Murphy. Uh, like for example, he is. I don't think he's he's born like he's not born in Ireland, is he? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Or maybe he doesn't look it. But it's one of the things where if you want to be seen, where like Joe, you know, all of a sudden people be like, oh, like if I see somebody that doesn't look like they're from here, I get nervous. I'd be more inclined to be nervous around that individual. It's up to them and each individual community to talk to each person in it. Do you know what I mean? If you see something. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you're from, what it's like it doesn't matter if you don't speak, it's not on. Joe, you know, even if your mannerisms come from a different country or are taught by a different people, do you know what I mean? Like, and this, this is not me being cheap, but do you know what I mean? Like I'm in Dubai right now 
and they wouldn't look at women the same as back home. It's looked at yeah. more of a possessional. Do you know what I mean? They're not treated the same. Yeah. Oh, but definitely. Yeah, if you, definitely. If you well, were in Northern Ireland yeah. and that carry on was going on, you wouldn't be able to act like that. Yeah. No. Because people would stand up to you. Well, you'd hope they would. Yeah, you hope. And I think, yeah. I, I definitely agree. I think, I don't know enough to be, keep bringing that up. So I'm not meaning in any way to disrespect that. I'm just saying that there needs to be more. And it's not a case of like, even a case of what you should do. It, 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 see, as simple as challenging your mates. Like them sort of boys that be doing stuff like that. They don't start with that. They don't start with stuff like that. They start with trying to chat women up and slap on their arses. Yeah. And then that's where it progresses from. So I don't mean to sound cheeky, but that's the reason why I brought that up because men like that start with like a, maybe I don't get me wrong, but they start with where they try and chat a woman up. She ignores him and it could just be by odds. Then he grabs her arse. She turns around and slaps him. And then he slowly builds a hatred for women and then kills somebody because he's been a fucking moron and went on like a prick rather than somebody turn around him and go, look, that's not how this works. You need to catch a fucking grip, mate. Yeah. Do you, know, where, do, you, do you know what I mean? Like, that's where, like, that snowballs. It's like, do you know what killers kill animals first and move up? I know that yeah. sounds ridiculous, but, like, people that rape people don't start with that. They start with sexual assault. Yeah. They start with small-scale things and build up. Like, I'm, and I think that's where, like, we as men or yourself, like, you need to call people on that now. Don't get me wrong. I, me and you out of everybody is up for a laugh, and I'm a piss taker. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll be the first person to walk around speedos and fuck my nuts will be in your face. But there's a difference between where there's actual like having a laugh, and then where things are getting a bit seedy, and there's it's not like how you should be raised or anything like that. Yeah. I know it sounds odd, but do you know what I mean? And I think there's not enough where it's a laugh and on your own and night out. But that's where that sort of seeds into people's back, back mind, and then their self beliefs. And then before you know it, six years went by and that person's turned into a fucking lunatic. So yeah. I just feel like Yeah, right. well it's it's the same like every every girl should have the right to go out for a night out and, and feel safe and not feel And walk home and, and walk home and not feel threatened and you. and you no know, like even there like ones would say, Oh, give me a ring when you're or text me when you're leaving the place and if you're walking home, ring me the whole way home or uh, text me when you get home make sure you get home safe or make sure you're with crowd make sure you're not on your own and you're like men don't have to go through them you know men don't oh have God, to go through no. that like we we after a nightclub we will run about the streets on our own no bother but no it's not fair that that girls have to really worry about their own safety because they're getting harassed by people non-stop no there is not by everybody but it's not you know, yeah but like Men, men inclined like if you were a fucking not a killer but like if you this is just me being straight if you were going to pick somebody to kill and this is not me being true you'd be picking the girl by yourself you wouldn't be picking a group of girls or a group of men that's why you, you sticking together does help to an extent oh yeah you yeah, yeah. Have to worry about that. but the problem is there's always sick individuals no matter how many times you stand up to other people there is going to be anomalies where there's fucking lunatics and it's a case of you want to almost yeah it sounds odd but as we said you need to try and kill up kill that in them before it develops to an extent now it's overriding self-beliefs of what they believe is going to be there but a case of where simple things like as as i was saying you if a boy fucking all of a sudden grabs a girl a bit too rough yeah on a night out or even if you're talking you step in and go look what the fuck's going on here and i think small steps like that make a big big difference as you said but it comes out it comes to education as well not just Morals. like not just and not just their upbringing by their parents because a lot of people do have shortcomings when it comes to parentals or you know 
they might they might be brought up right and they might not might have they might not have a, yeah. yeah they might not have a steady like relationship with their parents and their parents you know so a lot of time it could be it could be passed down because they've seen their dad doing it to their mum or or they've yeah. seen their mum doing it to their dad um, but I still don't feel like that's an but, that's, but like, that's not an excuse but I'm just saying the schools then yeah. have to have the onus on them to further educate yeah, like educate people in morals you don't you don't be taught morals in school you don't be taught no, morals and I think like when, when have you ever heard and do you want whenever you're in A levels and you're 15, 16 this is probably actually a really good topic to talk about if you're 15, 16, 17, 18 that's GCSEs A levels there should be I know there's sex education here and there that's absolutely terrible but there should be a case of like what is okay and not okay and even if it's made funny in class yeah as long as it's actually taught people will take that in because see if you're out you're 16 and you see somebody grab somebody's ass or yeah pull their you know, like a case of where they're they're actually sort of semi-sexually assaulting somebody well that yeah. is you think that's normal you think that's how you pull a woman yeah and you're not taught any different like so i do agree i think the schools i'm not blaming the schools at all but there's definitely multiple parts where we need to do our part. Yeah. Joe, men should stand up to other men that do it. Oh, 100%. But the schools should definitely have an educational process where it's brought in, like, not mannerisms, but almost a case of, like, right, what is right and what is wrong in these areas. Yeah. And what it, what some people will do, but is not okay. And have actual, Joe, you, know, you can have actually females, like, talk about, like, that's not going to get you, like, that's not going to get you. Like, you're never going to pull a woman if you grab her arse. Like, they just know you're a moron. Well, it's the same as, even to bring it to another step, it's the same as like sending dick pics, sending oh videos. God. You know, they need to know that don't do it in the first place. Because if they go they go viral, like there's people have committed suicide over, over leaks, over getting videos leaked and different nudes. stuff leaked and nudes leaked. But they also have to remember that you know, it's just not a good idea to do it in the first place. But that's a hard because your because your parents mostly come from a different generation that you know it was never a thing. Maybe now it's coming into a thing, um. But there has to be a lot of modern and open dialogue. I think between between teachers and tutors and mentors to young people to talk openly about stuff that young people are actually going through. Like nobody talks. No, when well, when I went to school, like you, you didn't talk about like the shit that you went through in school. It was just like come in, you don't even learn anything. It's come in, remember this shit, remember these dates, and this is the exam. If who can remember the most wins, you weren't taught, and really in school, the odd time you were taught, like mostly it was via sports and via different stuff. You were actually molded. There's not a class on how to be a good person. Or how yeah, not to be a dick. What, what is right? What is wrong? Yeah. Like, stuff like you're never told in school. No sense at all. But like you're taught in religion about marriage, but yeah. you're not taught if it's okay to sleep with somebody else during a marriage. I know that's obviously common sense. Yeah. But yet the divorce rate and the thirds are extremely high. Even just making people like I know I'm not saying bringing examples of that, but a case of as you said, I don't think there's enough emphasis on morals, values what really matters now i'm not saying you can do a class and it's because i feel like you will struggle to take that into an extent but there is stuff like where like if you're taking in math when it's drilled in enough stuff like that will be drilled in and taught over time and if it's one or two even if even at a class of 30 if there was 30 people and five taken in it's still worthwhile do you know what i mean um, yeah it's one of the things i do agree i think as you said it start it all starts at home but the more the more people that can get involved in that movement the better like if you can get girls that are willing to walk in groups that will help them 
I know that sounds like it's not really solving a problem, yeah. but small, small, small steps like that make a big difference because then, you know, there's support there, there's support in the schools. You, there should be a case of where there's a, not a support line, but a case of just totally out there. It's just small steps in the right direction everywhere will help. Even case of like, I don't like the idea of people saying, oh, better lighting alone, because this was done in daylight. But a lot of this is done at night, so even daylight. But the, even the even the, the fact of going, oh, let's make the streets brighter so, so females can feel more safe. You're like, no, fuck that. Let's educate people that they're not going out. You're always going to have people that slip through the cracks. You're always going to have people that are evil people, yeah. and you're going to have people. But if you can minimize the chances of having them by like proper education being held, probably, probable, no accountable when they're younger, and no finding things, you know, finding people, and before before they get that far, memory. this whole shit about like, oh, let's make things brighter, let's put out street patrols, let's do this. You shouldn't have to do that because females should be allowed to walk the streets and not feel like they have to have a guardian there or they have See, to I have more like, street yeah, lights. I, I, I agree, especially with that girl in London as well. Do you remember that she was the yeah. fucking police officer that done it? So yeah. now don't get me wrong, that's probably an anomaly and I'm not saying that in any way, but I feel like it's a multi-dimensional approach. You need small steps in the right direction everywhere. Well, you, you need to minimize the people. Education, yeah, you need to minimize people help. falling through the cracks. So if you have a bottle, bring it home. You're not going to get it there. If you've if you're going to shit school with shit teachers who don't care about anything, you're not going to get it there. You're probably not going to uni, so you're not getting it there. And then you're going to jump into a shitty job, and but you're already molded at that stage. So that's where a lot of it comes from. You have that's to catch it somewhere. So it has yeah. to be like emphasized into the most. You no, know, your school. Everybody's going to go to school. So school is the first place where there is a chance to really pass on real good information to young people. And also, all you need to do is break through a couple of people in the friends group, and then the onus should be on them to keep their friends in line. Like I've had to keep my friends in line. Like I've had, like I've had friends that maybe yeah, have nearly, out of people yeah, like yeah. I've called people out. Like I, I don't, I wouldn't even think twice of calling someone out. I here, fucking four, one end of November, I hit a boy in the half field, the biggest slap in the head, because he grabbed a girl by the by the cheeks. Just grabbed a girl by the cheeks and pushed her face away. And I seen it at the side of the DJ box and I slapped him on the side of the head. And he was like, what did you do that for? And I was like, what the fuck are you doing, mate? And then the bouncer seen him and the bouncer grabbed him. But yeah, like, so I wouldn't even think. Like, he didn't know that was wrong. He was like, what, what are you getting involved in? You're like, you just grabbed a girl, like literally squeezed her cheeks. Oh, like she's an item, I think that's the big problem. And like pushed her kind of, like kind of like pushed her away, like pushed her over a rail and thing. And I just, I just stand there and in my headphones on, just turn around and just smack. And the bouncer at that stage was trying to get through the crowd because he's seen this happening. So it must have been happening for a lot longer than I noticed. But his friends were watching this. And his friends, and then when he told his friends, his friends were kind of looking at me. Yeah, and you're just like, you, like, you, you boys. That's something that wouldn't happen when you're, out, like, and you're younger. You wouldn't get fucked out for stuff like that. Whereas even if you got fucked out of clubs for small stuff like that, like it would stop at an extent. I know that sounds nuts, but it would be frowned upon. You're like the way you get fucked out of a club for taking drugs. Oh, if you are, yeah. So then it's frowned upon, so you're less likely going to try that again. Yeah, obviously you pull and there's, if you're kissing a girl and you're feeling her, suppose that's maybe a wee bit hard to like, but if a girl came over, do you know like a case of like, if the girls could just go to the bouncer, he's actually feeling my arse. Or he's doing X, Y, and Z, get him out. It should just be a case of, right, gone, gone. I know that's maybe a bit hardcore, but... Yeah, but that's the way. Zero tolerance. that needs layered up, but it's one of them things. I don't mean to bring the podcast around that topic, but it's one of them ones, like, don't get me wrong, 
we don't know what should be done we're just bringing ideas and if somebody's listening and can implement something or even if one person from this conversation sees something like that and stops it that is a worthwhile listen and it's one of the things i think as well from a male perspective males are afraid to talk about this sort of thing because it feels like you're going to get stabbed by by somebody that's uh, and i'm not being i'm not being said but like it feels like a topic that we should we're the issue so one you can be very defensive which we shouldn't be but two you feel like if you say the wrong thing that they're that you're you're going to be uh, slapped silly you're going to get yeah. really bad but we are uh, we are the issue we are the issue but also we are the solution in a way the onus is Absolutely. on the men not to be, not to do these things. The onus is on men not to make girls feel that way. The onus is on men not to do those things to girls. Yeah, you know, small small steps. Male on female crime. Male on female crime is a lot more apparent than female on female crime. I would say a lot of the time with devastating Absolutely. with devastating consequences. I know girls like a good bitch fight all the time, but very rarely is there as as you know there are going to be attacks that lead to bad stuff. Like really bad stuff, but the onus I think is on men, and men, you know, it's to get them at a young age. Well, that's what I think. I've all, I've always said it. You know, that's why I'm a big advocate in you know team sports because you're held accountable. You you disgrace you disgrace your team, you disgrace your town, you disgrace your parish. You know, and that's where I think a lot of it. You know, a lot of it stems from. You know, you can see areas where people come from, but they don't have much of a chance. I see it. I when I first moved to Belfast, that was the one thing that was really apparent to me. That certain areas of Belfast, a lot of kids just didn't stand a chance. It's coming better now. It's coming better now because there's a lot more emphasis put on Sorry. bringing them bringing them areas up. But there's some areas, and you're just like, fuck, like, like these wee kids don't have a mission. Like they don't have a chance. Yeah, it's a lot of to do with like that's where you can see the repercussions of if there's not enough investment in getting families from low income yeah. up because it, it, and I'm not saying that's only low income families, but I'm sure if you were to see where people come back from, it's per education, per schools. It's not good family morals because the family hasn't got the money. Yeah. So then, Joe, and it backdates that. And don't get me wrong, I think obviously some of it comes from different countries and stuff as well, beliefs, yeah, and what's been ingrained in them. But the more that they're ingrained into our society, the more our morals should be put on them. Whereas if they're not accepted in our society, they don't pick up them habits. Now I'm not saying this is by any means a problem that's coming from the outside. It's coming from everywhere. Yeah. I'm just saying that if if they aren't allowed in, they're not treated the same, then they don't adapt the same morals, values. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's that sort of case of every society is different. The way you treat women in Dubai here is completely different to the way people will be treat them in the UK. And now I'm not saying uh, I'm not saying that that's wrong, right, whatever. I'm just saying that it's their belief and their religion and the way it's yeah. been ingrained into their society, which I personally feel is wrong, but they won't even see a difference in that. Do you know what I mean? That's the way it's raised. And as you said, that's education. Yeah. They don't that's know any sense. different. They don't know any different. Exactly. Uh, I don't mean to make that the deepest pocket. I'm sure some of our male viewers are asleep now, but it's a nice topic because... No, I think, I think a lot of our male viewers will take a lot out of that because I'm sure some of them has their own thoughts. And if anybody you does have up, if, if anybody does have any thoughts your friends yeah. for doing that and you message me and Mickey, me and Mickey will send you out something. Tony will give you twenty percent off rent in a new house in Lurgan. I'll give you some well, coffee. New houses in Lurgan. I'll, I'll give you I'll we'll give you a pound off coffee. a bag of coffee. I'll give you a pound off. Coffee. I'll give you a training plan if you if you can actually <laughs> well, see then how do I prove that I'll give you one of Tony's training plans. 
I'll get about fucking 90 messages now going, <laughs> yeah, I've stopped it. Every fucking want free training, but we'll figure out something. We'll actually fucking, and we'll not publicize it because obviously you wouldn't want to know probably, but I think credit where credit's due there. Like, cause it's a big, it's a, it's a tough thing. Cause like, no, there is boys. Like I do, I do see it happening and I see it happening regular. Um, like we, we'd see it a lot in the Hatfield when football teams come up and they police themselves. No, like the Euler boys will police the young boys when they come up after a championship. And that's where you want, that's where, you know, that's a great thing to see because, you know, your, your peer, your peer group is policing yourselves. And that's a great thing to see because before the, before it gets to security, you used to put an end to any, any madness or any other shit that's going on, which is in a way, in a way what, what everybody wants. But yeah, send us your thoughts on that. Um, as usual, though, men are the problem. And actually, yeah. some of the girls that are ladies that are listening. Um, let Being us know. Let us know. Years that we could get out in a message. Yeah, you can let us know a few. If you feel like we've missed something there, or you feel like you know what, we're completely wrong. Please just say because we're open to viewpoints. Because by any means, we are not idealists, and we only think like men to an extent. Because that well, that's I all. think like a man. You know what Mickey's like. That's all we know. Yeah, exactly. So it's one of the things where even if you're like you know what, this would be handy to say to men. We obviously think in the way I like that, but don't be afraid to shout. Uh, what else is new with you, Mickey? Come on, fill the big man in. Tell us a good stuff. What is new with me? Uh, well, as I said, the clubs are reopening on Wednesday, so we're back to the races there. Tickets flying Where's out. The clubs, where are you going? Uh, open, open a night back in the Hatfield in Belfast. Um, tickets sold out in just about an hour. Fuck. You know what I mean? When you're a ticket seller, you're a ticket seller, Tony. You know, big names. Must have um, been free with it. No, £6. Um, if <laughs> Hatfield was free in your day. Not now, kid. Um, so shout out to Hatfield. Um, refreshers. <laughs> refreshers kicks off tonight, Tony. Fuck well, hell, kicked off last night. Simpler. Refreshers. Um, what else are we at? Um, I'm, going to look at a, I'm going to look at a premises to open a coffee shop this week. Are you? I am indeed. Not telling anybody where, but all I'm you saying is... I can do with investors. Silent, if it's you, silent. The more silent, the better. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, going to look at the premises this Wednesday. Uh, very oh, excited. Interested in this? I think when you hear the location, you'll be very interested in it. Um, it's a game changer of a location. Um, what else? I've been. I've been very busy. I'm about to do a big coffee deal. On a separate note, um, can't go into details not either. Unfortunately, what else, man? Jesus, you're very secretive, aren't you? I can't really go into details until it's all done. Um, that's that's all kind of we're at. That's where we're at, my life. Um, Ibiza looks like it's going to be open and ready to go. Um, so that's exciting. They might, they might, they might book me. That could be not exciting. <laughs> oh my god, you better be out there because I want to um, that giving every stick. Yeah. I think that's where I'm at this week. I'm back at the gym for everybody that's wondering. Three times a week. Going on? We a lot of spinning parts here. Spinning parts three times a week. Had to join Pure Gym, which is uh, I can only describe as like training in a shopping center. There is no <laughs> atmosphere. It's like it's no. You know what it is? It's like training and it's like putting a gym into an airport. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's just an old sterile. Shitty place. The equipment's okay. The people don't seem as mad as the pure gym in Belfast. But it's twenty four hours. 
and it just means that I have the flexibility and non, no excuses to the 24 hours is a big thing with gyms I hear like if you're not over yeah. 24 hours it's it's a big thing because there is the odd day and this is where I think gyms lose people do you know the odd day where everybody knows it where the day just gets away from you and you're like right I need to get it done you're like fuck it's 9 o'clock and you're like fuck the gym close at 10 like a yeah. 15 minute drive I'm literally going to get nothing yeah well the best gym in, in Bangor doesn't open to half 7 which is fucking tough like <laughs> It only opens at half seven. It opens at half seven and closes at ten. Now this is the best gym in Bangor. So I'm like, I'd like to be in the gym for the at the latest seven if if it's I early think, in the yeah, morning. I think half seven's too late. Like if you're a gym in my eyes, the if you don't want to do twenty four seven, right? This yeah. is me being honest. You need to be doing six to ten at a bare minimum, maybe six to eleven. Yeah. Well back in the day, Oma Leisure Center used to open a quarter past eight. That was what? fucking stupid. Quarter past eight, the, the swimming pool opened before the gym. The gym didn't open a quarter past eight. See, that's thinking short term because you're thinking, oh, well, Joe, people aren't short. They read one or two weeks, but that's where you actually lose members because I might only go once. Yeah. Uh, this is the reason I left my last gym. I might only go once late at night, but that's enough for me if you close that extra hour or don't, that I'll go, oh, fuck this. Then I'm moving, Joe. I remember whenever I was in my last gym I came in and he closed at 10 I was like right that's dead on and he changed the time to half nine and that seems like such a small thing but if I work to six o'clock in Belfast right yeah. it takes me an hour to drive home from the fire service that's seven yeah. if, if I even want to have a cup of tea or a bite to eat mm-hmm. before I train you're, you're cutting it tight whereas that wee extra half an hour as annoying as it is it, it gives you that wee bit of lean way in case Joe God forbid you just stay behind and work or something comes up. It stops you rushing. And I just feel like sometimes, and I'm sure you know this as well, you, you're, life is enough rushing about. You're rushing from one thing to another that's not even that important. So whenever somebody starts putting time things on, it makes things a lot more stressful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, But it's easier to throw in an excuse. You're not an excuses person because you, you, you know, you live and breathe for it. But if you are a sort of person that, you know, until you get really into the rhythm of going to the gym, going to the gym, going to the gym, like you know, when you'd be hitting the five days a week or the or whatever you're doing and you're in the rhythm and you love it and you're you're living for it. You if you can take an excuse, you'll you, if you can get an excuse, you'll take it. And that excuse might be fuck sure it's quarter to nine. Forty five minutes you get a pretty good session. Now you'll have you might have to cut the odd thing out of it, but you can still get a pretty good session. But you know what, you'll go Nah, fuck! Only forty-five minutes. I'll just, I'll just throw on Netflix. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I went to the gym. I went to Benos here last time. I was out in the bay. Uh, I've been in. I went to B one for a twenty. I think it was. Tw- by the time I left and got there, I got like twenty-five minutes or twenty-seven minutes or something. Yeah. But like, I just done what I could and then moved the rest of my exercise in the next day, just because it was like, right, well, it's chest and arms. If I can even get chest, then I can put arms somewhere else. And that sounds like such a shitty thing but it's even built in that mindset like did you ever see this quote i've seen it floating around now and it's actually very good and the guy who lost a uh, 100 pounds over three years and for the first for the first two months of his or first two months i think of his uh of his weight loss journey all yeah. he did was focus on this is the way i got the post today he practiced the art of showing up every yeah. day he just went to the gym for five minutes every day yeah just to just to build a habit that he always goes every day it doesn't matter and then what he done was he added 10 minutes every odd week joe yeah. so slowly he started going to the gym for five minutes a day then 15 then 25 then 30 now that took him 
monster build up but the thing is it was so ingrained that then the losing the weight made sense whereas that's why i put up that thing most people just don't show up when they need to and if you if you're not built and good i love this quote if you're you build your habits and your habits build you so if you're building if you if you're not building good habits you'll pick up bad ones always oh 100 100 oh like, the showing up thing the showing up thing is the main part you know sometimes you do you go to the gym you don't have maximal effort yeah oh my god but you if you're doing something that's better than doing nothing and as you said it creates a habit of getting there driving there getting into, into the car out of the car getting changed to the gym getting ready for the gym writing down what you're going to do no get you get you in that, that, that it, it, the frame of doing it i'm not yeah. going yeah what day uh, yeah no like it's one of the things it's a very interesting thing but no i'm trying to figure out if there's any crack in dubai i'm living in a bit of a different place now jbc the roads are absolutely stupid as fuck they just go around in circles for ages the taxi man asked me how to get out of this place uh they actually go to me who made the roads here like and i'm like i you? don't know because it makes no you sense did. it's a one-way it's like a one-way big circle so once you're in it you're in it for ages uh, oh i might have been there is that the one that kind of goes up onto the bridge and then down like yes up like it swings around like you're going up the hill onto the motorway and then down the other one that's kind of just swings around bridges yeah it makes no sense yeah yeah no uh, i've been that there you're near one of the big malls then there's one of the yeah, big malls not the, far from you near the emirates mall yeah 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 i've been there it's one of them ones though that is hilarious because it just makes zero sense but no uh, enjoying being back out it's good Do you know what it is it's good to get a change of scenery i think sometimes like i picked up a couple of bad habits when i came home from what did you pick up just stuff like not getting up early enough and i was in a bit of a cruise phase where sometimes i find a change in environment for me especially is really good because i get a real refresh of energy ideas i almost start habit building again and i just find that even from an idea perspective every time i come out here i get a clear head because i don't have as much going on joe i know it sounds odd there's obviously more things going on but in the case of i mean there's not as many people out here i know so there's very little like socializing and stuff which sounds odd yeah but you know some things like that i just get a far better workflow and stuff and then i can always dial in or if i like i'm considering hiring staff at the minute so it's nice to do that away from everybody and really make a decision that i'm based on myself rather than showing you'll get people like oh, i'm hiring staff and everybody's giving you advice but you don't need advice you just need to think yeah 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 you, you, sometimes you, advice clouds you you know it's like if you have a problem with a girlfriend and you ask 30 people advice you get 30 different opinions because you've told people 30 different actual ways people have got their own perspectives their own prerogatives whereas usually the best advice actually comes from yourself yeah usually you know the answer some and, oh, so, and always, you always have a validation. you have a confidant who you go to there's always your go-to person oh, you're like this person will tell me me oh you're mine i surely fucking yeah i wouldn't go to you here I wouldn't go to you you wouldn't answer me and here you know what i would go to you and say tony here's the problem and then you text me back three days later and go sorry bro only seen this now <laughs> is that right or is that wrong right you listen that's hilarious because he texts me it's what time's now you what time was it with you though it was 20 to 5. he texts me at 25 and goes well are we still good for five i was actually on a call trying to hire somebody and I text him at three minutes past five going, yeah, I'm ready. And he just goes like, what the fuck? But it's, I see, but I, unless I say we're not good, I just assume we are. Like, see, I, I organize. Well, no, Tony, there's there. been times where you said five o'clock and then you've texted me at quarter past five going, did we say five o'clock? 
And you're like, yeah, I'm right. sitting in front. I'm, I'm sitting. Like I'm, I'm sitting in front of the laptop waiting on you. And the what links are already set. What time's it now? What time's it now? Sir? Four so minutes. Four minutes to six. I'm a pit. Quarter four, to six. Four minutes to six. That's dead on. I've got a good five, ten minutes. If we any questions, no. We, we don't have a question, but we have a guy who wrote in this, and I'm going to ask your opinion on this now. This boy might want a wee bit of a. Um, he was. We asked for ideas of people um, to get on the show. And he okay. said, have a podcast guest idea. Seen recently, Conliffe had Dan John on. Him and Tony would have a lot of conflicting views on training. Think it would be class to hear them chat about it. So an argument. Well, that man could be stitching you up, Tony. Who's Dan John? He's just looking, that's all right. I, yeah, I know what you mean. See, when you listen to... to yeah, like it's, it's one of them things, though. I think as well, like you would almost need to come to an argument like that with research. Yeah, who is Dan John? Is, uh, I have no clue. I don't know. That sounds real cheeky. I have not a note. <laughs> I knew you didn't. I, asked you. I have no. I have no balls. That's wild that. cheeky. I know he's. That's the name. Person, that's the name. That's the name of the podcast. I don't know who Dan John is. By Tony McLeavy. <laughs> who, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Dan John. Um, I do know that it was a very popular podcast that Conliffe put out. I know the name. You know the name, but Dan John. Coach Dan John. Um, big American, dude. What's he? Uh... See, I find it odd, though, that people have a conflicting belief with me because, it, like, for, from an example of coaching, like, I do every type of training on my clients. I do high yeah. volume, low volume, medium volume. So I actually, you know, training wise, it's very tough to to argue maybe unless he just is a complete like compound head or something he, i like, think he's a he's he seems to be a sports leader yeah, well, he, he might be an ice hockey coach or maybe an ice hockey well, coach course, or strength and conditioning coach i see with strength and conditioning would be like a like strength and conditioning is completely different to building muscle i know that sounds really cheeky there's overlaps to it but like majority of your strength and conditioning programs are going to be three times three sets of 68 reps and you're going to do your main movements like a squat, trap bar, deadlifts, bench, pull-ups, fucking shoulder press, and fuck all arm work. So that's completely fine. I know how to program strength conditioning. That's the right way to do it from research. But at the same time, whenever you're a Gaelic footballer, you you don't want to fucking be able to play the best and then look like a bag of shit. Like, Joe, there's a middle ground. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. S&C will build some sort of muscle, but it's going to take you a lot longer to build your muscle yeah. compared to if you're doing a, like a hybrid. And I think that's where... I end up picking up plants because people want to play for the county. For example, you're playing sport, but they also want to look like they play for the county when they're not. Oh, why? Like, yeah. Don't don't tell me Deemer Connolly's only ever done fucking squats and overhead press. He's curling like fuck as well. Oh, Jeremy Connolly, big arms in them. Even Mailer, fucking- even Mailer's arms are fucking huge. Yeah, exactly. It might not those curls, but it's one of them things of it's very frowned upon in the S and C world that they're doing that because they're wasting recovery. But at the same time, you just need to know what's right for you. And I don't think there's one way to skin a cat in any field. Well, that's what I was going to say. It doesn't matter a conflict in anything. There's a million ways to skin a cat. It's the same as diets. Like people, people give keto bad shit, and people do this if bad shit. It, Everything it, works. It just yeah, exactly. whatever works best for you. If he's uh like for example the the thing is as well what you can end up happening is if you get two people that are really good coaches they end up not arguing if they're really good because they see both sides of the coin 
Oh yeah, but it's the same as I listen to a few Muscle Mentors podcasts, and even though them boys all work together, there's certain things about each other's uh, style of of coaching that they were like, "Well, I do it this way, and I would rather do this for this, and I would rather do this for that, and this exercise would be would be my go to for this." And this, uh, you know, it doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means that it's different. There's no uh, like we were talking about best exercises. And I, I was reading, or no, it was a YouTube boy was talking, and he's like, "There's no best exercise for a muscle group. It's whatever. It's because sometimes, so say if you said the best exercise for the upper chest is the incline barbell press, right? But that doesn't mean that you you're that you mightn't be able to do it right. So it wouldn't be the best for you, but yet you're going to go. Well, this guy says the best, so I'm going to keep doing this for the next ten years. And you're like, well, you're not even doing it right because you're bringing in or too much a, delts. Yeah, or even like there's, for example, like the 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 from a biomechanics standpoint, like a cable cuff press yeah. is probably like ideology, like I like from a biomechanics from a tension perspective. It on paper research science. There's probably no research on it but from a science perspective. It would make the most sense for growing chest cable cuff press, but then you'll get somebody who's only ever dumbbell pressed and they'll have bigger tits than the boy doing cup press you yeah. know, because they might be able to overload it more they might train harder but they might be more motivated to do it so there's so many variables that you can't rule one out but whenever I give out exercise selections I usually pick it off science based rather than how it feels because I'm like you can tell me how it feels once you're training long enough to give me feedback so it's one of them ones where uh, that way you're not making a decision based off emotion but no i completely think if you're arguing with somebody that there's a right and wrong way yeah you're probably aren't educated enough to understand and you're probably trying to validate your own opinion and your own body. well that's it i you're trying to validate you're probably it's trying like to val- post stuff and i see people fucking post things immediately going against it i'm like you're doing this because you want to try to prove people you're smarter than me yeah, but you're just showing that you're not emotionally actually controlled because you're embarrassed. You're like, do you know what I mean? You're not actually. Yeah. Like, if you posted something, I would be like, oh well, fair point. I can see why he means that, but that's not for me. Whereas if you're emotionally triggered or feel like you need validation, if you're a coach, for example, yeah, you are fucked because there's gonna you're just you're going down such a terrible, terrible route. But yeah, no, I'm up for an argument with anyone if they want it or. Ideally, you can just uh, DM. You can just DM go on to just go on to TikTok. Okay? Fuck! I hate when people see TikTok. See when people DM me just for an argument, though. I'm like, why? How can you be arsed? I've never messaged anybody going, "No, nah, that's wrong," or "No, no, that's not what I think." Because I would expect a message back. What I usually nine times out of ten feel like saying to people, "Yeah, I don't give a fuck what you think. Stop writing to me." Uh, well, but I know. Do you know what I mean? I th- I don't think that movement's the best, right? Well, who the fuck asked you? Well, I, well, I know, I know. I know a very well-known person in the sports industry in Northern Ireland um, that you know very well. Thought he would do that to me on Twitter once, and he had to be put in his box very quite rapidly. But the only reason he's doing that is because he needs validation from other uh, people. No, he he thought he would do it. Uh, he did it and came out just simple one sentence, and the head coach of All Star Rugby piped in straight underneath and goes, "You couldn't be more wrong." And I was like, there you go, boy. <laughs> I, won't, I, mean. I won't say his name because it wouldn't be fair enough, but... That's fair enough. Right, well, if there's any topics you want us to cover, please feel free to give us a shout. We will dive into anything. Let's see, man. I'm going to I'm go on here and check him, man. We're still on 50 ratings and 
Apple Podcasts, and we're up to Spotify. We're up to twenty four five star ratings on Spotify, which is Thank good. Thank you very much. Yeah, so keep like that going, stuff. guys. Um, I don't well, we average over five hundred listeners an episode, so there's definitely a lot of these that are lazy fuckers. So pull the finger out there. <laughs> yeah, keep going. And cheers to the feedback and the X and stuff. Yes, Tony is a weirdo that he's very specific over corn and maize snacks. But also yeah, everybody stuff. agreed, but they said he was a wee bit too spirited on it. I'm and, not a fan. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, we'll, guys, cheers for tuning in, and night. we'll see you. God good, bless. Good night, God bless, and keep buying coffee. No. See you later. Keep buying coffee. <laughs>